0: Current Affairs Today's Headlines, 2nd July 2021 India Defense Minister Rajnath Singh interacts with his Vietnamese counterpart sister Lt. Gen Phan Van Jiang online. Air Marshal Vivek Ram Chaudhry takes charge as Vice Chief of the Air Staff. National Doctors' Day observed on July 1st, marks birth and death anniversaries of Dr. Bidran Chandra Roy, former West Bengal CM. 2020 Kuwempu Rashtriya Puraskar awarded to or poet Dr. Rajendra Kishore Pand, award named after late Kannada poet Kuwempu. Economy and Corporate Arun Jaitlin National Institute of Financial Management, Ajnifm, Tvaridabad partners with Microsoft to build an I and Imaging Technologies Center of Excellence. Banks' gross non-performing assets could rise to 9.8% by March 2022 under the baseline scenario and to 11.22% under a severe stress scenario, RBI's Financial Stability Report. Govt keeps interest rates on small savings schemes unchanged for the quarter ending 30th September 2021. Govt launches week-long special drive to enroll more cultivators under the Pradhan Mantri Fasal Bhima Yujna, MEFB. SBI to levy service charge on cash withdrawals beyond four free transactions at its branches and ATMs for basic savings bank deposit accounts, effective July 1. Law Ministry prohibits Defense Services employees from participating in strikes. National Statistics Day celebrated on June 29, theme, Sustainable Development Goal, SDG, to, end hunger, achieve food security and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. Chartered Accountants Day celebrated on July 1, day marks the foundation of the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India, ICAI. By an act of parliament on 1 July 1949. World. India, Pakistan exchange lists of civilian prisoners, fishermen in their custody. Pakistan Army inducts China made VT4 battle tanks. Generation Equality Forum being co organized in Paris from June 30 to July 2nd by UN. France and Mexico. Former U.S. Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld dies at 88. World Bank expands coronavirus vaccine funding to $20 billion. Sports. Avimanu Mishra of U.S. becomes youngest ever chess grandmaster at 12 years 4 months and 25 days. India's Nihal Sarin wins Silver Lake Open Chess Tournament in Serbia. Month, Current Affairs, July, 2021. Report on UDICE 2019-20 for School Education launched. Union Minister of Education, Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank released Unified District Information System for Education Plus report, UDICE Plus, for 2019-2020. UDICE Plus report highlighted some interesting facts both positive and negative about Indian school education system. What is UDICE Plus report? UDICE Plus, launched in 2018 to 2019, is the largest management information systems on school education. It covers 1.5 million schools, 8.5 million teachers and 250 million children. It was launched for speeding up data entry, reducing errors, improving data quality and easing its verification. It is an advanced and improved version of UDICE which was launched in 2012-2013 by integrating DISE for elementary education and semis for secondary education. Significance of UDICE Plus It helps in measuring education parameters across classes 1-12 to 12 in government as well as private schools in India. It provides timely and accurate data for an effective planning and decision-making. Key Findings of Report As per report, total enrollment in 2019-20 was about 25.09 crores in primary to higher secondary levels of school education. Enrollment of boys was 13.01 crore while that of girls was 12.08 crore. Enrollment number has increased by 26 lakhs as compared to data of 2018 to 19. About 26.45 crore students were enrolled in school education from pre-primary to higher secondary in 2019 to 20. This number has increased by 42.3 lakh as compared to 2018 to 2019. Enrollment of girls has increased at all levels of school education in 2019 to 20 against 2018 to 19. What was pupil teacher ratio Pupil teacher ratio is defined as the average number of pupils per teacher teaching at specific level of education in a given school year. As per the report, pupil teacher ratio has increased at all levels of school education in 2019 to 2020 as against 2012 to 2013. Ordinance prohibiting strikes in defence services. Law Ministry has notified Essential Defence Services Ordinance on 30th June 2021. This ordinance prohibits employees engaged in essential defence services from taking part in any agitation or strike. Why this ordinance was notified? Essential Defense Services Ordinance 2021 was notified in the backdrop of major federations affiliated with 76,000 employees of Ordinance Factory Board, OFB, who made announcement that they would go on indefinite strike from July 26 to protest against government's decision to as the OFB. What are the provisions of ordinance? Under the ordinance, strike has been made illegal. As per provisions. Any person who commences a strike or goes or remains on or takes part in any such strike shall be punishable with imprisonment for a term up to one year or with a fine up to 10,000 rupees or both. Persons instigating or inciting others to take part in strike shall also be punishable with imprisonment for a term up to two years and fines. Under the ordinance, there would be no change in service conditions of employees of OFB even after corporatization. This decision aims to boost India's defense manufacturing sector, who will be covered under provisions. As per notification, employees involved in production of defense equipment, services and operation. Maintenance of industrial establishment connected with military and in repair and maintenance of defense products will come under the purview of ordinance. Corporatization of OFB. Union cabinet had approved a long-pending proposal of restructuring about 200-year-old ordnance factory board on in June 2021. Earlier, OFB was operating 41 ammunition and military equipment production facilities which now have been subsumed into seven state-owned corporations in a bid to improve its accountability, efficiency and competitiveness. Agri-Ministry launches crop insurance awareness campaign. Agriculture and Farmers Welfare Minister, Narendra Singh Tomar has launched the Crop Insurance Awareness Campaign for Fasal Bhima Yujna. It was launched during Crop Insurance Week. Highlights. Fasal Bhima Yujna was launched with the aim of providing security cover to each farmer. Minister also announced that, this scheme has achieved milestone of 95,000 crore of claims paid to farmers. According to Minister, state governments and insurance companies played an important role in implementing this scheme. In last four years, premium of 17,000 crore rupees was deposited by farmers, Against which about 95,000 crore rupees have been provided as claims. On the occasion, he also flagged off IEC bonds. These ones would continue to engage farmers on Pradhan Mantri Fasal Bima Yojana throughout Crop Insurance Week. Aim of the campaign. This campaign aims to bring stories of beneficiary farmers through videos and photo stories on social media. Stories of those farmers would be shared who have not only benefited from this scheme but helped entire farming community through their thought leadership. Pradhan Mantri Fasal Bima Yojana Mefbi. Mefbi was launched on February. 182016 by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. It is an insurance service for farmers for their yields. This scheme was formulated in line with One Nation One Scheme theme. It replaced two schemes, namely, National Agricultural Insurance Scheme, (NAIS) and Modified National Agricultural Insurance Scheme, NES. MEFB aims for reducing premium burden on farmers and ensuring early settlement of crop assurance claim for full insured sum. This scheme also aims to provide an insurance cover against failure of crop. This scheme thus helps in stabilizing income of farmers. Which crops are covered? This scheme covers all food and all seeds crops along with annual commercial or horticultural crops for which past yield data is available. National Doctors' Day 2021 Indian Medical Association, IMA, observed the National Doctors' Day on July 1st every year. Key points. This day is observed to honor birth and death anniversary Dr. Bhidran Chandra Roy who was a great physician and second chief minister of West Bengal. He was born on 1st July 1882 and died at the age of 80 on same date, July 1st, in 1962. This day shows gratitude to doctors who have selflessly aided people in time of need and tirelessly worked for health of their patients. This year, India paid tribute to those doctors who ensured that India did not succumb to challenges that COVID-19 brought. About Doctors' Day Doctors' Day is not only celebrated in India but across different countries. However, the date varies. In United States Doctors' Day is celebrated on March 30th while in Cuba it is observed on December 3rd. Iran celebrates it on August 23rd. Background Doctors' Day was observed for the first time in March 1933 in Georgia, United States. Day was celebrated by sending card to physicians and placing flowers on graves of doctors who have passed away. First Doctors' Day in India. First National Doctors' Day in India was celebrated in 1991 to honor Dr. Bidhan Chandra Roy who was instrumental in establishing institutions such as Chithranjan Cancer Hospital, Chithranjan Seva Southern etc. He was awarded with Bharat Ratna on 4th February 1961. COVID-19 Pandemic and Doctors. As per Indian Medical Association, About 798 doctors have lost their lives in second wave of coronavirus. Maximum of 128 doctors lost their lives in Delhi, and is followed by 115 in Bihar. On the occasion, IMA announced for the formation of IMA Benevolent Fund. This fund will be devoted to its member doctors who have died while serving on COVID-19 duty. During the first wave, about 748 doctors died. 12-year-old Abhimanyu Mishra becomes youngest grandmaster. Abhimanyu Mishra has become the youngest ever grandmaster on 30 June 2021. Key facts: He achieved this title at just 12 years, 4 months, and 25 days. He left behind the record of Russian Grandmaster Sergei Kajakin. Sergei had completed his GM title in 2002 at the age of 12 years and 7 months. Avimanyu scored his third and final norm by defeating Leon Mendenka of India in penalty makes round of wazerkepzo GM tournament at Budapest. Avimanyu was born in New Jersey and has broken 19-year-old record. He achieved this feat at April wazerkepzo tournament and May 2021 tournament. What is Grandmaster (GM) title? Grandmaster title was awarded to chess players by World Chess Organization, FIDE. Grandmaster is the highest title that a chess player can attain, apart from world champion. This title is generally held for life once it is achieved. Title of Grandmaster, along with FIDE titles of International Master, IM, and FIDE Master, FM, is open to all players irrespective of gender. Majority of Grandmasters are men. However, a number of women have also achieved this GM title. Since 2000, most of top 10 women have held GM title. Woman Grandmaster title is awarded only to women with lower requirements. Super Grandmaster, Super GM. Super GM is an informal term referring to world's elite players. It is given usually to players who are serious contenders of world's championship. In past it was referred to players with an ELO rating of over 2,600. But, as the average ELO rating of top players has increased it is referred to players with an ELO rating of over 2,700. Super GMs have some name recognition in world of sport and are the highest earners in chess. Joe Biden signs three bills to change Trump era rules. President Joe Biden has signed three separate bills on 30 June 2021 that dismantle part of Donald Trump era. Highlights. These laws. Block payday lenders from avoiding caps on interest rates. Restrict climate warming greenhouse gas emissions from oil and gas drilling and end rules on how Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, (EEOC) settles claims. Each of the rules signifies the return to common sense and a commitment to the common good. As per Biden administration, EOC claims process had increased the risk of retaliation as it made easier for employers to demand identities of those with information about unlawful discrimination. Three bills were passed by House and Senate through Congressional Review Act. It allows Congress to overturn certain regulations that were in place for a short time. Background Under former President Donald Trump administration, Office of Controller of Currency had allowed payday lenders to charge interest rates in excess to what was allowed by state. Payday lenders were allowed to partner with nationally chartered bank in order to make high-cost loans and avoid state usury laws. Trump had also loosened laws on methane emissions from leaks and flares in oil and gas wells. U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EOC. It is a federal agency, established through Civil Rights Act of 1964. It was established to administer and enforce civil rights laws against workplace discrimination. It investigates discrimination complaints on the basis of race, color, national origin, sex, age, religion, disability, gender identity, sexual orientation, genetic information etc. It also mediates and settles discrimination complaints prior to their investigation. It has been empowered to file civil discrimination suits against employers on behalf of alleged victims. It can also adjudicate claims of discrimination against federal agencies. Covishield jabbed to be allowed into eight European countries. Eight European Union states included Covishield in list of vaccines approved to enter into the region. Key points. Covishield was allowed in eight EU counties after India warned of retaliation when none of its vaccines were added to Green Pass. Which eight countries allowed entry. Eight countries include Germany. Austria, Slovenia, Iceland, Greece, Spain, Ireland and Switzerland. These countries will exempt those vaccinated with Covishield from all the travel curbs and mandatory quarantine. India and EU tussle. India said that, it would recognize EU's digital Covid certificate on a reciprocal basis. It would not accept it until 27-member EU does the same for both of Indian vaccines, Covishield and Covaxin. India highlighted, it will adopt a policy of reciprocity and exempt European nationals holding. Green Pass from Mandatory Quarantine if India's request of recognizing Covishield and Covaccine vaccines are heeded to India's demand. India had raised this issue with European Medicines Agency, EMA, and France. It also asked EU member states to individually consider extending a similar exemption. India requested EU member nations to accept vaccination certificate issued through COWIN portal. Later, an EU official said that individual member states can also accept vaccines authorized at national level or approved by World Health Organization, WHO. About, Green Pass. It is EU digital COVID certificate which will be required to travel in EU from 1st July. It will allow those persons who have taken two doses of a vaccine on its list to travel to Europe. It will also exempt them from mandatory quarantine. It comprises of information like name, date of birth, date of issuance, name of the vaccine and the details of negative test result or recovery from COVID-19 disease. MoU BETWEEN Ajnif AND MICROSOFT Arun Jaitley National Institute of Financial Management, UJNIFM, and Microsoft have in a Memorandum of Understanding, MOU for Building an Artificial Intelligence, I, and Imaging Technologies Center of Excellence at Ajnifm, Why MoU was signed? The MoU seeks to explore role of cloud, I, and Imaging Technologies to transform and shape future of public finance management across India. Center of Excellence will act as a central body for research, I scenario envisioning and tech-led innovation. Ajnifm and Microsoft will explore use cases of imaging technologies in finance and related areas across central and state ministries and public sector enterprises. Both will work closely to define future of public finance management across India. They will also provide technology, tools and resources for building strong ecosystem of partners. They will also work closely on capacity building program for senior government officials across associated ministries, departments and financial institutions. Under the skilling program, public sector officials will be trained on application of emerging technologies in finance management in order to address potential risks such as money laundering, use of machine learning models, etc. They will also build an innovation center to drive by envisioning in finance management. They will engage ecosystem partners academia and MSMEs to drive innovation in financial management on the basis of priority scenarios. About Ajnafm. Arun Jaitley National Institute of Financial Management, Ajnefm, is a center of excellence which specializes in capacity building of professionals across the fields of public policy, financial management and governance issues to promote highest standards of professional competence and practice. It was set up in 1993. It is registered as a society under Ministry of Finance. World Bank adds $8 billion more for COVID vaccines. World Bank recently added $8 billion to finance COVID-19 vaccines, which expands financing available for vaccines to $20 billion for developing countries. Key points. Earlier World Bank had announced $12 billion. Funding will be available through 2022. World Bank chief called on countries with surplus doses to donate it for use by developing countries. He also asked vaccine manufacturers to prioritize available doses for developing countries that urgently need them. World Bank's private financing arm, International Finance Corporation, Secured 600-million-euro package for South African vaccine manufacturer to boost production of COVID-19 vaccines in African continent. It also provided over $4 billion to purchase and deploy COVID vaccines for 51 developing countries. Background. World Bank Group has approved about $150 billion to fight the health, economic, and social impacts of COVID-19 pandemic ever since the pandemic started. Since April 2020, it has scaled up its financing by 50% and helped 100 countries to meet emergency health needs and strengthen pandemic preparedness. Challenges. According to World Bank, significant challenges still remain regarding vaccine deployment and hesitancy. International Finance Corporation, IFC. IFC is an international financial institution offering investment, advisory and asset management services in order to encourage private sector development across less developed countries. IFC is also a member of World Bank Group. It is headquartered in Washington, D.C., United States. IFC was established on 1956. It is the private sector arm of World Bank Group. Its aim is to create opportunities for people so that they can escape poverty and achieve better living standards. ILO Report on International Migrant Workers International Labour Organization, ILO, published its report on international migrant workers. Report was published amid COVID-19 pandemic and increased global industrialization that have impacted world's economy by shift in workers crossing borders to look for employment. Key findings of report As per ILO report, number of international migrant workers has increased to 169 million globally it has increased by 3% since 2017 share of youth migrant workers aged 15 to 24 has also increased by almost 2% accounting to 3.2 million since 2017 covid-19 pandemic has exposed baseless situation of international migrant workers because number has increased from 164 to 169 million as per report migrant workers situation has intensified their vulnerabilities especially for women migrant workers amidst the covid-19 pandemic women are overrepresented in low-paid and low-skilled jobs Women migrant workers have restricted access to social protection and fewer options are available for support services. Because of high youth employment rates, share of youth among international migrant workers has increased to 10% in 2019 from 8.3% in 2017. Europe, Central Asia and America host 63.3% of all migrant workers. Migrant workers accounted for about 59% of the world's international migrant population in 2017. But factors like economic inequalities and seeking employment have contributed towards rising labor migration. How Migrant labourers Are Protected Migrant workers contribute to their country's economy and send their remuneration home which boost economy of their country of origin too. However, some unskilled migrant workers are vulnerable to violence of human trafficking. In order to provide them protection and management of migrant workers' flow, ILO standards on migration provide for tools like Migrant Workers, Supplementary Provisions, Convention, 1975 and Migration for Employment Convention, Revised. 1949. Shopsy, Flipkart's new app for online business. Flipkart has launched its new app called, Shopsy for online business. About Shopsy app. This app was launched to app to help individuals start online businesses without any investment. It also deepens e-commerce penetration across non-metros. Once the users will register on this app, they will be able to share catalogs of 15 pro products which are offered by Flipkart sellers. Products will be ranging across categories like beauty, fashion, mobiles, Electronics and home and others with potential customers through popular social media and messaging apps Users can register on this app with their phone numbers and start their online entrepreneurial journey Shopsy users can share catalogs with potential customers through popular social media and messaging apps They can also place orders on their behalf and earn commissions on each transaction Commission percentage will vary based on the category of products being ordered Aim of the app With the Shopsy app, Flipkart aims to enable over 25 million online entrepreneurs on the back of digital commerce by 2023 On the platform they can set up their business as long as they have access to people that trust them. It also aims to provide digital commerce consumers access to products by simplifying process by interacting with trusted person. About Flipkart. Flipkart is an Indian e-commerce company. It is headquartered in Bangalore and also incorporated in Singapore as a private limited company. It initially started online book sales and then expanded into other product categories like consumer electronics, home essentials, fashion, groceries and lifestyle products. It competes with Amazon's Indian subsidiary and Snapdeal. Flipkart has a dominant position in apparel segment, supported by its acquisition of Mintra. Flipkart also owns PhoneP which is a mobile payments service based on unified payments interface, UPI. 6th Anniversary of Digital India Avian. 6th Anniversary of Digital India Abiyan was observed on July 1st. On the occasion, Prime Minister Narendra Modi interacted with beneficiaries of various schemes. Highlights. Beneficiaries shared their experiences about how adopting digital methods have made their lives easier. PM highlighted that, principles of minimum government, maximum governance, is the need of R in order to bridge gap between system and facilities. According to PM, Digital India means opportunity for all, facility for all, and participation of all. It means a transparent and a non-discriminatory system and attack on corruption. Achievements of Digital India are beyond. DigiLocker is an example of how effective Digital India has been. On DigiLocker, all important documents like school or college documents, are voter ID card, PAN, can be stored easily and securely. Digital transactions have brought unprecedented change farmers' lives. Under PM Kisan Samman Nidhi, about 10 crore farmer families have been deposited directly into bank account of rupees 1,35 crores. Digital India also realized the spirit of one nation, one MSP. In 2021, 85,000 rupees crore of record wheat procurement directly reached to bank accounts of farmers. Digital India campaign also helped country amid the COVID-19 pandemic. India sent rupees directly to bank accounts of people to aid them. One of world's largest digital contact tracing app called Arogya Seto helped a lot in preventing corona infection. COVID attracted interest from several countries. Countries also showed interest in India's cowing app for vaccination. Digital India. Digital India is a campaign was launched by government to ensure government services are made available to citizens electronically using improved online infrastructure and by increasing internet connectivity. It seeks to make India digitally empowered in the arena of technology. It plans to connect rural areas with high-speed internet networks. This initiative has three core components namely, development of secure and stable digital infrastructure, delivery of government services digitally, and universal digital literacy. It was launched by PM Modi on 1st July 2015. Delhi's cloud-based health project. Delhi government has informed that a cloud-based healthcare information management system HISM, is likely to be rolled out by March 2022. This announcement was made by Chief Minister Irvin Kejriwal while reviewing the progress of health project in Delhi. Key points: Along with HIMS, a health helpline will be issued and special surveys will be conducted to issue health cards for residents of Delhi. Delhi will become the only state in India to have a cloud-based healthcare information management system (HIMS). HIMs project will be implemented across private hospitals soon. About healthcare information management system, HIMs was announced during high-level meeting in Delhi on 11 November 2020. He also announced to issue an e-health cards in all state government-run hospitals. Under HIMs, every citizen of state will be issued e-health cards to ensure the availability of benefits of government healthcare services. HIMs will focus on healthcare delivery process such as patient care, supply chain management, hospital administration, planning and budgeting, and backend services. System comprises of a health helpline and a 24x7 call center to assist patients when they need consultation and health-related information. How HIMSS works. HIMSS is a cloud-based and digitized system that will enable citizens to access information on single platform. It will integrate C health cards into HIMSS. Hospitals can also access patients' past health records and relevant information using the HIMSS. Health Helpline. Health helpline will have two components operator at health helpline call center which will take up calls and messages of people to help them with required information and doctors and experts who will offer appointments on issues recorded by operators to offer immediate solutions in emergency cases. Dr. Rajendra Kishore Pand awarded 2020 Kuvampu Rashtriya Puraskar. Or here poet, Dr. Rajendra Kishore Pand, has been awarded Kuvampu Rashtriya Puraskar 2020. Highlights. Name of Dr. Pand was finalized by a three-member committee under the chairmanship of Professor Hampa Nagrajaya. Other members of the committee include Bengali author Shyamal Bhattacharya, Kannada poet Dr. Hs. Shivaprakash and Agrahara Krishnamurthy, former secretary of Central Sahitya Academy. About Kuvempu Rashtriya Puraskar. Kuvempu Rashtriya Puraskar was instituted in memory of late poet laureate Kuvempu. Award comprises of a kesh award of 5 rupees lakh, a silver medal, and a citation. This award was instituted by Rashtra Kwi Kovempu Trust in 2013 to honor literatures for their contribution in Indian languages recognized by Constitution of India under Schedule 8. Award has been conferred to writers from Malayalam, Odu, Hindi, Marathi, Punjabi and Kannada. They were awarded at programs organized in Kupali, Shivmoga district. This district is the birthplace of Kovempo. Award is usually conferred on December 29th, but in 2020 it was delayed because of COVID-19 pandemic. About Dr. Rajendra Kishore Pand. He was born on 24th June 1944. He writes in Orheel language. He has published 16 poetry collections and a novel. He is a major Indian poet who helped in reaching the path of modern or here poetry to great heights. He was conferred with Gangadhar National Award in 2010, and Sahitya Academy Award in 1985. He was also awarded a DLIT degree by Sambalpur University in 2004. His first collection of poems was Goyne Deveta, Minor Gods, that was published in 1947.